Reading Srimad Bhagavatam 4298. Akshini Nasi Kekarnao. Mukam Sisna Kudhaviti. Vedvedvara Bahiriyati. Vestadindraya Samyutaha. Akshini. Two eyes. Nasike, two nostrils, Karnao, two ears, Mukam, mouth, Sisna, genitals, Kudao, and rectum, Iti, thus, Dwe, two, Dwe, two, Dwarao, gates, Bahil, outside, Yati, goes, Yaha, one who touch through the gates, Indriya, by the senses, Samyutaha, accompanied. The eyes, nostrils and the ears are pairs of gates situated in one place. The mouth, genitals and the rectum are also different gates. In place into a body having these nine gates, the living entity acts externally in the material world and enjoys sense objects like form and taste. Please respond. The eyes, nostrils and ears are pairs of gates situated in one place. The mouth, genitals and rectum are also different gates. Place into a body having these nine gates. The living entity acts externally in this material world and enjoys sense of jacks like form and taste. Purport by His Divine Grace, Sivakti Vedanta Swami Shlopopat. Not being aware of his spiritual position, the living entity directed by the mind goes out through the nine gates to enjoy material objects. Because of long association with material objects, he forgets his real spiritual activities and is thus misled. The entire world is going on being misled by so-called leaders like scientists and philosophers who have no knowledge of the spirit soul. Thus the conditioned soul becomes more and more entangled. That's quite a... I think we're going to read on. Two eyes, two nostrils and a mouth altogether fire situated in the front. The right ear is accepted the southern gate and the left ear is the northern gate. The two holes or gates situated in the west are known as rectum and genital organ. Of all sides, the eastern is considered most important primarily because the sun rises from that direction. The gates on the eastern side, the, nose, the eyes, nose and mouth are thus very important gates in the body. The two gates named Kyadvyota and Avirmukhi, which have been spoken of, are the two eyes side by side in one place. 
the town name Vibrajutaha should be understood as form. In this way the two eyes are always engaged in showing different kinds of forms. The two eyes are attracted by brilliant things like light. Sometimes we find that little insects are attracted by the brightness of fire and thus enter into it. Similarly, the two eyes of the living entity are attracted by bright and beautiful forms. They are entangled in this form exactly as the insect becomes attracted to fire. The two doors named Nalini and Nalini <coughs> should be known as the two nostrils and the city named Saurabha represents aroma. The companion spoken of as Avaduta is the sense of smell, the dog called Mukhya is the mouth and Vipana is the faculty of speech. Rasgya is the Rasogya is the sense of taste. Purport. The word Avaduta means most free. A person is not under the rules and regulation or any injunction when he is attained the stage of Avaduta. In other words, he can act as he likes. His Avaduta stage is exactly like air which does not care for any obstruction. In the Bhagavad Gita it is said Chanchalam he manaha krishna pramati balavatradam tashyaham nikraham manye vayureva sudhuskaram The mind is restless, turbulent, obstinate and very strong of krishna and to subdue it is seems to me more difficult than controlling the wind. Just as the air of wind cannot be checked by anyone, the two nostrils situated in one place enjoy the sense of smell without impediment. When the tongue is present, the mouth continually tastes all kinds of relishable foodstuffs. The city called Apana represents the engagement of the tongue in speech and Bahudana is the variety of foodstuff. The right ear is called the gate of Prituhu and the left ear is called the gate of Devahu. Narada Muni continues, the city spoken of as Dakshina Panchala represents the scriptures meant for directing pravritti, the process of enjoyment in fruitive activities. The other city named Uttara Panchala represents the scriptures meant for decreasing spiritual action decreasing fruitive activities and increasing knowledge. The living entity receives different kinds of knowledge by means of two years and some living entities are promoted to Pitraloka and some to Devaloka. All this is made possible by the two years. Upon the Vedas are known as the Surti and the knowledge received from them through the oral reception is called Sutadhar. As stated in the Bhagavad Gita, one can be promoted to the planet of the demigods or to the planet of the Pita forefathers or even to Vaikuntha planet simply through the process of hearing. These things have already been explained in previous chapters. City called Gramakaha, which is approached through the lower gate of Asuri, the Janatu organ is meant for sex. This is very pleasing to common men who are simply fools and rascals. The faculty of procreation is called Durmada and the rectum is called Nivirti. When the world becomes degraded, civilization becomes demonic and for the common man the rectum and the genitals are taken very seriously as the center of all activities. Yes, Anna? Worship the genitals.
Yes. Even in such sacred place of Vrindavan, India, unintelligent men pass off this rectal and genital business as spiritual activities. How proper word it's. Such people are called Sahajiyas, according to their philosophy, through sexual indulgence one can elevate oneself to spiritual platform. From this person of Sriman Bhagavatam Mahavad, we understand that the desires for sexual satisfaction of man for the Arvaka, Arvak, the lowest among men. To rectify these rascals and fools is very difficult. After all, the sex desire of the common man are condemned in these verses. The word Turmada means wrongly directed, and Neviti means sinful activities. Although this clearly indicates that sex indulgence is abominable and misdirected even from the ordinary point of view, the sages nonetheless pass, the, they pass themselves off with devotees conducting spiritual activities. For this reason, Vrindavan is no longer visited by intelligent men who are often asked why we have made our center in Vrindavan. From the external point of view, it can be concluded that Vrindavan has become degenerated, degenerate due to the to this Sahaja activities. Yet from the spiritual point of view, Vrindavan is the only place where all these sinful person can be rectified by means of taking birth in the form of dogs, hawks and monkeys. By living in Vrindavan as a dog, hawk or monkey, the living entity can be elevated to the spiritual platform in the next life. So you do all crazy things, you end up as a hawk, dog, huh? Then next life, after you spend time, you, then you get promoted. Usually they go back after that. Then it says that Puranjan goes to Vaishasa, it, it is man that he goes to hell. Is accompanied by Luktaka, which is the working sense in the rectum. Formerly I have spoken of two blind associates. This associate should be understood to be the hands and legs. When held by the hands and legs, the living entity performs all kinds of work and moves Sita and Tita. The word Antapura refers to the heart, the word Visuchina meaning going everywhere indicates the mind. Within the mind the living entity enjoys the effect of the most mortal nature. This effect sometimes causes illusion, sometimes satisfaction and sometimes jubilation. The mind and intelligence of the living entity in material existence are affected by the modes of material nature and according to the association of the material mode, the mind is habituated to go here and there. The heart feels satisfaction, jubilation or illusion according to the facts of the modes of material nature. Actually the living entity in material condition remains inert. It is the modes of material nature that act on the mind and heart. The results are enjoyed or suffered by the living entity. It is clearly said in the Bhagavad Gita 3.27 Prakriti he kriyamana ni guna he karmanisa the bewildered spirit soul under the influence of the three modes of material nature think himself the doer of activities that are in actuality carried out by nature. Formerly it was explained that the queen is one intelligent while one is awake or sleep. That intelligent creates different stations, situations being influenced by 
contaminated intelligence, the living entity envisions something and simply imitates the action reaction of the intelligence. The queen of Puranjan is described here in intelligence itself. Intelligence acts both in the dream stage and in the waking stage, but is contaminated by the three modes of material nature. Since the intelligence is contaminated, the living entity is also contaminated. In the conditions that the living entity acts according to his contaminated intelligence, although he simply remains an observer, he nonetheless acts being formed by a contaminated intelligence, which in reality is a passive agent. Narada Muni continued, what I have referred to as the chariot was in actuality the body. The senses are the horses that pull the chariot. As time passes year after year, these horses run without obstruction, but in fact they make no progress. Pious and impious activities are the two wheels of the chariot. The three modes of material nature are the chariot's flex. The five types of air constitute the living entity's bondage and the mind is considered with a rope. Intelligence is the chariot driver, the heart is the sitting place in the chariot and the dualities of life such as pleasure and pain are the knotting place. The seven elements are the covering the chariot and the working senses are the five external process. The eleven senses are the soldiers being engrossed in sense enjoyment, the living entity seated on the chariot hankers of the fulfillment of his false desires and runs of the sense enjoyment, life after life. The entanglement of the living entity in sense enjoyment is very nicely explained in these verses. The word samvatsaraha, meaning the progress of time is significant. Day after day, week after week, month after month, fortnight after fortnight, month after month, year after year, the living entity becomes entangled in the chariot's progress. The chariot rests on two wheels, which are pious and impious activity. The living entity attains a certain position in life in a particular type of body according to his pious and impious activity. But his transmigration on the different bodies should not be taken as progress. Real progress means is explained in the Bhagavad Gita, Tyakva Deham Punar Janma Naite Mam. One makes real progress when he does not have to take on in another material body, as stated in the Chaitanya Charitamrita 19.138. Etat Brahmanda Bhari Ananta Jivagana Chaurasi Laksha Yonite Karya Brahmana. The living entity is wandering throughout the entire universe and taking birth in different species on different planets. Thus he moves up and down, but this is not real progress. Real progress is getting out his material world altogether as stated in the Bhagavad Gita 8.16. Abhrama Bhuvana Loka Punaravati No Juna Mamopetitu Kauntaya Punar Janmana Vidyate from the highest planet and the material world down to the lowest uh, places of misery wherein repeated birth and death take place. But one who attains to Maya Bodo Sana Kunti never takes birth again. Even if one is promoted to Brahma Loka, the highest planet in the universe, he has to come down again to the lower planetary system. 
Thus he is wandering up and down perpetually under the influence of the three modes of material nature, being illusion, he thinks he is making progress. He is like an airplane and circling the earth day and night, incapable of leaving the earth's gravitational field. Factually, there is no progress because the airplane is conditioned by the earth's gravity. Just as a king is seated on a chair and the living entity is seated on the body, the sitting places the heart and the living entity sits there and engages in the struggle for existence, which goes on without progress perpetually. In the words of Naratam Das Thakur, Karma Kanda Jnana Kanda Kevala Vishere Vanda Amartak Baliya Keva Kaya Nanayoni Sadapire Kadarya Bhakshana Kare Tarajanma Ada Pateyaha The living entity struggles very hard due to the influence of fruitive activity and mental speculation and simply gets a different type of body, life of the life. He eats all kinds of nonsense and is condemned by his activity of sense enjoyment. If one really wants to progress in life, he must give up the ways of karma kanda and jnana kanda, fruitive activities and mental speculation. Being fixed in Krishna consciousness, one can become free from the entanglement of birth and death. And the vain struggle for existence. In this verse is the word Murga Trishnam Pradhavati, very significant because the living entity is influenced by a thirst for sense enjoyment. He is like a deer that goes to the desert to search out water. In a desert an animal simply searches in vain for water. Of course there is no water in the desert. An animal simply sacrifices a life in an attempt to find it. Everyone is planning for future happiness, thinking that somehow or other if he can reach a certain point he will be happy. In actuality, however, when he comes to that point, he sees that there is no happiness and then plans to go further and further to another point. This is called Murga Trishnam and its basis is sense enjoyment in this material world. Oma Jnana Dimirambhasya Gnanam Gnanam Shulakaya Chakshwadan Nilidhamya Nadasme Shri Guru Venamaha Shri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Satyitam Yenabhutalai Swayam Rupa Gadamam Didati Swapadandikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Uttapadakamalam Shri Guru Vaishnavamcha Shri Rupam Sakajatam Sahagana Rupanatam Vitam Tamsajim Shabvitam Shabadutam Parajanam Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padam Sahagana Daditas Vivishakam Vitamcha Te Krishna Guruna Sindhu Dina Bandhu Jagatpate Kopisha Kopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tata Kanshna Gurangi Radha Vandavaneshwari Vishavana Sutta Devi Pranamami Hare Priya Vancha Kalpataru Bhyascha Gripa Sindhu Vevacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namonam Namarom Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale Shumati Bhakti Vedanta Swamiti Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Guravani Kacharine Nevishesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Desatarinen Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Vita Gadadhara Shiva Shri Gaudavastavanda 
हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे थैंक यू वेरी मच जॉन एंड अवर क्लास सो वी हैव रेड एक्सटेंसिवली हाउ द सेंसेस द माइंड एंड द बॉडी has been allegorically described by narada to king prachinavahi he didn't speak to him directly so now he saying directly <coughs> when i say about this this is this when i say about that it is this so basically just talking about the soul the body the senses and the mind so we are all are trapped in this body and we are manipulating the senses are the the gates for getting external pleasure and the instrument the mind is the faculty that enjoys the the the, the senses because the senses the chief of the senses is the mind manah shastra indriyani prakriti sthanam so the mind is the central thing you know you cannot as a living entity sitting in this body uh, the senses are, I, I showed the verses right how the senses have been dragged by the correct yes yes sir you remember they are compared to the wives you know one is pulling him here and one is pulling him there like that you remember huh? i don't want to repeat it again so you know correct so the senses are dragging but the chief of the thing is the mind see you you can you want you can go both ways the mind can control the senses understand uh but that is the only faculty that you are given or we are given that we can choose to use it this way or that way when okay? understand if you want to control the senses then the element that can be used to control the senses is the mind and with the mind you can either enjoy the senses or you can engage the senses in service of the lord you follow that's how it is and you need the soul you're sitting there you understand this all outlets you know and the soul is getting that pleasure externally by the senses right but if he chooses to be happy internally spiritually that is also possible but the element that control the switch i put it this way the switch that can that control this pleasure spiritual pleasure or material pleasure is the is the mind is the Also, the mind is the 
element that in our body can upgrade us or can that's why Krishna said in the Bhagavad Gita what he said about the mind what do you say about the mind in the Bhagavad Gita mind can be your enemy or mind can be your Exactly. Enemy means what? Enemy means comes and kills you with a knife. What does enemy means? Huh? What? He, he keeps a gun on your head. What does enemy means? Huh? Enemy means he downgrades you and puts you into more suffering. Friend means what? Elevates you from this material bondage. Correct? So when you use your mind engaging in the sense gratification, you're going to go what? What? Into more trouble. Right? Where he says that you do this, you get into trouble. Bhagavad Gita, when the senses, when the mind engages in sense, what happens? What's the verses in the Bhagavad Gita? So you remember this? Six, sorry, two sixty-two, right? So this is here in the Bhagavad Gita. You see, remember this? How it starts? You see, says here, Jayato Vishayan Pumsa Sangat Teshu Pujayate Sangat Sanjayate Kama. Kama Krodha Vijayate Translation When contemplating the objective senses with the mind, a person develops attachment for them and from such attachment lust arises, lust develops and from lust anger arises then what happens? Krodha Bhavati Samoha Samoha Smriti Vibramaha Smithi Dhamsat Buddhinasho Buddhinasat Pranashyati From anger complete delusion arises and delusion bewilderment of memory and memory is bewildered, intelligence is lost and intelligence is lost, one falls down again into the material pool. You see, it goes in order. Yes, when you engage your mind and senses, the senses with the sense object, then the heart what? Attachment develops, right? From attachment what comes? Lust. And when lust grows more, you cannot fulfill your lust, what comes? Anger. When anger, you get completely anger, what happens? You see, when a person gets angry, he loses his what? Intelligence. He doesn't know what to do, what not to do, correct? And then he becomes bewildered. Yes? 
And when he becomes bewildered, what happens? He does some crazy thing. What will happen? Fall down. You understand? So you can see how the sequence is arranged. Eh? Correct? That's why you go, then of course, you can go to, sorry, you can go to this chapter. Such a liberated person is not attracted to material sense pleasure but is always in trance enjoying the pleasure within. In this way the self-realized person enjoys unlimited happiness for he concentrates on the Supreme. Here we explain an intelligent person does not take part in sources of misery <coughs> which are due to contact with the material senses. Osama Kunti, such pleasures are the beginning and an end, so the wise man does not delight in them. So this is what exactly sense gratification is all about. Understand? Huh? If you go in this direction, you will be finished. Right? Because if you engage your senses in sense gratification, you will fall down to you will do sinful activities and sinful activities will lead you to to hell. That's also I quoted many times in the Bhagavad Gita. I'm sure you know, correct? Very easy to remember 1616. The net, thus net, perplexed by various anxieties and bound by a network of illusion, they become too strongly attached to sense enjoyment and fall down to hell. Finish. Hare Krishna, Jai So sense gratification is equal to a hellish birth. Sense gratification leads to right? Then the Bhagavad Gita again there is another verse, it says the gateway to hell. What are the three gates to hell? Huh? What is that? Twenty-one, is it? The three gates to hell. In Sanskrit, three vidam narakaishyedam dwaram asanam atmanaha kama prodatata lobas tasma trayam tyajat. So you see here it says there are three gates that go to hell uh, lust, anger, and greed. Every same man should give this up for they lead to the degradation of the soul. So basically, this body has been given to us. 
and if it goes we go in in a crazy manner trying to enjoy the senses then we are definitely on the path to Now you may sometimes think, you know, what's wrong with hell, you know? Huh? Okay. Right by Prabhupada was giving a joke about it. He said, if you don't practice, you go to hell. So the man was a drunkard. He said, I'm, I'm, I'm drinking, you go to hell. So my mother is drinking. Oh, she also will go. And my father is also drinking. And he also will go. Let's go. We all three will be there drinking. <laughs> so what's wrong going there? You'll be enjoying their drinking, yeah? Understand? A thing like that. Because there's no fear. Right? You know, you go to hell, they say yesterday we were reading that verse, you know. Kim Asat Karma Bir Pavet, you know? You know that verse we are reading? He says, two places you go, you don't come back. What is that? 6 5. 6 5, no, not 11. 6 5. What is that verse? It's two places you go, you don't come back immediately. 13. 13. Six five thirteen. Narada Muni has described that there is a villa, a hole from which having entered one does not return. The Haryas who has understood the meaning of this allegory hardly once as a person who has entered the lower planetary system uh, called Patala has seen to return. Similarly, one enters Vaikuntha Dham, Pratyakthama, he does not return to this material world. If there is such a place of which having gone, one does not return to the miserable material condition of life. What the use of jumping like monkeys in the temporary material world and not seeing or understanding that place? What will be the profit? So therefore this human body is a vehicle to either get promotion or to get condition. So that choice we have that independence. We have that And how we can go up or down, manipulate, it is through the mind. That's why the mind is the most important element in this material. That's why Krishna said, you can go up or down with your mind, you can be your friend or enemy. You understand? But if you want to go up, you still need help. If not, they just you decide and you, you need help. Correct? And how is that help coming? Can you can you explain? You need help. You cannot just say, okay, yeah, yeah, I want to go up, you know. How are you going to do it? Huh? 
How? How are you going to do that? What? Taking morphine? Taking drugs? Very good. You must go to somebody who knows the path. If you want to go up, up means what? Yeah, here, there, there. What, what up? <laughs> you need some direction, yes? Correct? So you must go to someone who is not blind, like us. Under Yatanda Upanimanas. Tesi Tantra Vudhanivada. The blind leading the blind. You cannot work. You must go to somebody who is not Right, and who is that person who is not blind? Who? Your uncle? Huh? Your wife? Huh? Who? Who? A person who knows the path means what? Krishna said, the one who has seen me. Huh? This one? What is that? Self realized soul. Yes? What? Twenty-nine or thirty-nine? Huh? A true yogi observed me in all beings and also sees every being in me. Indeed, the self as a realized person sees me, the same Supreme Lord everywhere. In other words, you have to go to such a person who is what? In contact with? Who? His contact with who? Krishna. Then he can guide you to do this, do that, do this way. You understand? You cannot try to take judgment with your own mind. Cannot, because the mind is already stuck. You don't know. You need help. That's why Krishna says in many places, man mana bhava, man bhakta. He never say, uh, use your intelligence and think, no. He says, use your... Understand? The mind is so important. Understand? And the mind can only go if it is engaging in the service of taking direction from the pure devotee. How to engage the mind in Krishna's service? You, you can come here and see Krishna like that, but you... you cannot remember. Understand? So it requires the mercy of a self-realized soul, a guru. He can give you direction. Not only direction, he also gives mercy. Because he does two things. One, he gives the knowledge. Correct? And the second thing he does is that he takes away your all your Karma. Because when we have all this karma in our body, it's going to be very tough. Because again and again we will be disturbed by sense gratification. You understand? The taste for sense gratification is very, very what? Alluring. That's why there's a verse we should know. What is that? The mind is very much attracted to sense gratification. Where is the verse? Huh? What? 
let's give them a chance 11 13 Quite in many places, but I will just show you here. My dear son, the mind has a natural proclivity to enter into the material sense objects. And similarly, the sense object enter into the mind. But both this material mind and sense objects are merely destination that cover the spirit soul who is part and parcel of me. So this bonding, sense identification and the mind, you understand? They always attract like magnet, you know the magnet? The south and the north poles, right? <laughs> How the attraction? Instant, what? Instant noodles like that, you know? Instant, they are just like immediate. Wow, wow, she's in, having a nice dress, huh? Immediately, the mind. Correct? You understand? The mind is so in follow. And when you get attracted, what happens? Eh? So immediately when you get attracted, this is what happens. The illusory material nature attracts the minute living entity to embrace her and as a result he assumes forms composed of her qualities. Subsequently he loses all his spiritual qualities and must undergo repeated death. This is the end result of that attraction. What happens? Huh? He embrace and then he develops all the bad qualities of Maya. And not only that, he loses his spiritual qualities finish. And then you have to take birth and death, birth and death, finish. You following? Huh? You understand what I am saying? Huh? Therefore, to counter this, you need a very strong person. That's why the whole catch is surrender. You have to surrender. Forget it. If you want to come out of Krishna's Maya, you have only have to a false ego, you think you can try to do with your own strength all? Cannot work. Yeah, Devi Eshaguna Mai, Mama Maya, Tudatyai. Mam Eva Prapadyante, Mayam Etan Tarandite. This is the only method. You understand? You cannot escape this. You mean the soul, huh? you not the mind, you the soul. You are trapped in this body. That's why when you say we are trapped in this body. We are what? Trapped. We are trapped. That's why these shackles. All these shackles are what? Let's know we are reading. Huh? The, the mind is the... We are in a chariot, correct? Uh, the, the, the rope is the mind. The, the horses are the senses. Like this, like this, we are trapped. We are not having a fine time, you know. So this body has been given to us, especially this human body, which is very rare. Which is the? Only in this human body you can try to come out. You cannot come out if you are trapped in any other body. 
I mean, of course, demigod is another issue, but human birth is the only vehicle that you can upgrade yourself. So if we do not use our facility properly, yeah, and Krishna says in this verse, Thirty-nine or thirty-six. No one is dear to the supreme personality of Godhead, nor is anyone his enemy or friend. But he gives inspiration to those who have not forgotten him, and destroys those who have. There's no choice. Eh? There's no one. You want to mess around? Then it's going to be what? Disaster. I will cast him to lower and lower species where he will stay there perpetually. Finish. You understand? This is in other words, you have only one choice. What is that? Sharanam Gati. That's all. You cannot try to come out of this in any other way. Surrender to the bona fide spiritual master, take initiation from him and serve and what? Submissively inquire and practice. Then yes, you are on the path back home to Krishna. If you don't want to do this, then again, take birth as an animal or a, you know, lower species and then wait. When again you get another chance? You know, it's going to be what? Not tomorrow. It's not going to be tomorrow. Huh? It's going to be another chance after how many, maybe next life of Brahma? Correct? It's amazingly long time, you know. Don't think it's just so easy, you know. Just like going to what little India or something, you know. Huh? Two train stops away or something. It's going to be a long time. Therefore, we should not despise those. We, that's a verse. When we, as days are going, we should become very worried because death is coming. And I have to do my homework before death comes. Before, now India is terrible, right? Yes, everybody is blaming everybody else. <laughs> but who is the culprit behind all this? Who? Who? Yes, Krishna says, you try to enjoy, I will destroy you. Correct? How it does? Don't know. Next step, we are perpetually caught. Is it not? Correct? Everybody is in anxiety. In fact, one of our members who comes here, he just lost his brother. Another, another friend, yesterday he lost his mother. Correct? And I just saw a video of burning God, you know, they make a temporary burning God. 
there's somebody's mother there, father there, sister there, uncle, whoever, everybody there. They're getting burned. And so before death comes to us, we should be prepared. We should be prepared. That's it. That is the name of the game. What is that verse? Labdwa? Is it? Eleven? 11927 see here oh, so many so here in this after many many births and that one achieves the rank human form of life which although temporary or fourth one the opportunity to attain the highest perfection. Thus a sober human being should quickly endeavor for the ultimate perfection of life as long as his body, which is always subject to death, has not fallen down and died. See this point here? So the number one business of this soul trapped in this material body is what? To prepare for what? Huh? Quickly and therefore the ultimate perfection of? Yes? And after all, sense gratification is available even in the most abominable species of life. Whereas Krishna consciousness is possible only for a human being. Yes. Right? Either you can chant the Hare Krishna mantra or you can chant the no time mantra. The choice is yours. Please chant the no time. Come to the temple, no time. Sleeping, eating, got time. Right? Yes? Choice. Yes? All you got to do is open the mouth and say, That's all Krishna is asking. That's all, huh? That's all. If we can just open the mouth and say, huh? it's very nicely explained in this verse. in this verse here the translation is a little different but in the older version the holy name of Lord Krishna is an attractive feature for many sane liberal people it is an annihilator of all sinful reaction and so powerful that say for the dumb who cannot chant it 
is readily available for everyone, including the lowest type of man, the Chandra. The holy name of Krishna, the controller of the appearance of liberation, is identical with Krishna. Here, when a person simply chants the holy name with his tongue, actually the original translation is, if you can touch the holy name with the tongue, you know, here they will change here. So it is very nice if you can touch the holy name with your tongue. You understand? Chanting the holy name does not depend on initiation, pious activities of the Purascharya, regulated principle, generally observed before initiation. The holy name does not wait for any of these activities, self-sufficient. <coughs> so if we can just fix our mind, take up this process of chanting Krishna's name, then everything is adjusted. Everything is? So. Kali Yuga, you don't have to do anything else. You cannot do all the gymnastics, yoga, all this is not possible. <laughs> standing on your tail and standing on your head, that is all not possible. If you have a tail, that is. <laughs> can only do one thing. Correct? What is that? Hare Nama, Hare Nama, Hare Nama, Eva Kevala. Kalao Nasteva, Nasteva, Nasteva. Then, what happens? that you, without your knowledge, your mind will become controlled. Your mind will be, what? Purified. The mind will become? Sangata Svatata Krishna Punya Shravana Kirtana. What is that? One, two, Twelve. Seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah, this verse. Svakataha Krishna, Punya Shavana Kirtanaha, Hedya Antastoya Abhadrani, Vidinoti Shuhat Sutam. Sri Krishna, the personality of Godhead, is Paramatma, super soul in everyone's heart and the benefactor of the truthful devotee cleanses the desire for material enjoyment from the heart of the devotee who has developed the urge to hear his message which are in themselves virtuous when properly heard and chanted. See how powerful this process is. How powerful. Moment you chant, as you know many times here, Krishna will take the broom and clean away all the dirty thing in our heart. Understand? So to clean our heart also we need the help of the Lord. We cannot do anything ourselves. Yes? So we have to learn how to desire that. That is all. See? That's how to desire. We just have to call for Krishna. Please help me. Please. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama. Even if you chant without attention also. Without? Ajami, he, he was inattentive. Huh? What is that verse? One, 
114 is it? See here it says Apanam Samsriti Goram Yan Nama Vivasoganan Tatasadya Vimuchyata Yadhibayate Swayam Bayam Living beings who are entangled and there is a complicated magic burden that can be freed immediately by even unconsciously chanting the holy name of Krishna which is feared by fear personified. Hey, hello, hello Hare Krishna, what are you doing? Credit? What? Anytime you say Krishna name you get? You follow? Yeah? Even Even we chant. Therefore it should be understood that one is easily relieved from all sinful reaction by chanting the holy name of the Lord and chanting of his qualities and activities. This is the only process, only process recommended for relief from sinful reaction. Even if one chants the holy name of the Lord with improper pronunciation, he will achieve relief from material bondage. If he chants without offenses, Ajame for example was extremely sinful, but while dying he merely chanted the holy name and although calling his son he achieved complete liberation because he remembered the name of Arai. See how powerful this program is. Yes? Not Give me a minute. I think it's twenty six. Twenty six. See here. Considering all this point, therefore an intelligent man, intelligent man decide to solve all problems by adopting the devotional service of chanting the holy name of the Lord, who is situated in everyone's heart and who is a mind of all auspicious quality. Such a persons are not within my jurisdiction for punishment. Generally they never commit sinful activity. But even if by mistake or, or 
or because of bewilderment or illusion they commit some sin, commit sinful act, they are protected from sinful reaction because they always chant the Hare Krishna mantra. Even if you make some mistakes, Krishna is what? Overlooking this. How important. Uh, and one thing is clear, they are not going to help. They are not. Anyone who chant Hare Krishna is not. You understand this point? Even in dreams, you will not see the Yamuduta. Even in dreams. Even in dreams, you are excluded. Although not having fully realized Krishna, persons who have even once surrendered completely onto his lotus feet and who have become attracted to his name, form, qualities and pastimes are completely free from all sinful reactions for they have thus accepted the true method of atonement. Even in dreams, such surrendered souls do not see Yamaraj or his order carriers who are equipped with ropes to bind the sins. I mean, is it a deal or not deal? Not dealer. What? Still we are attracted to my... I quoted this verse. It's a very interesting verse. One can never decide whose property this body actually is. Does it belong to one's parents who have given birth to it, to one's wife who gives it pleasure, or to one's employer who orders the body around? Is it the property of the funeral fire or the dogs and vultures who may ultimately devote? Is it the property of indwelling soul who partakes in his happiness and thrust? Or does the body belong to intimate friends who encourage and help it? Although a man never definitely ascertain the property of the body, he becomes most attached to it. The material body is a polluted material form heading towards a lonely destination. Yet, when a man stares at the face of a woman, he thinks, what a good looking lady, what a charming nose she got and see her beautiful smiles. Yes? No. No. How Maya is so? 
That's why we must grab the holy name of the Lord with all intensity. Yes, chanting. Very strictly maintaining our sadhana. Prabhupada gave the assurance, if you wake up in the morning and practice this, then no maya will touch you. Unless if you want to get touched by maya, then that is another thing. <laughs> yes. So try to understand. Either you want to go this way or that way, that's a choice. But the body is the vehicle. How you want to drive it? Correct, you can get the vehicle and drive in such a way you get an accident. Or you can drive it safely and go to your destination. Yes? Yes? You want to drive recklessly and go into accident? What? Collect insurance. <laughs> Where's the insurance? Sir, huh? <laughs> so decides what you want to do. Correct? I think this is very clear. We should not waste our time spacing out. We are the most beautiful chance we have in the body, we have the spiritual master, we have devotees, we have temple, we have everything, prasad, yes. And if we don't want to take advantage, we consider the what? Greatest food. Greatest food. Alright. Is it clear? No? Not clear. I have to write another verse. If you see a man, he says, what a nice body he has got. One more verse. Is there a verse also like that? Pingala. Pingala, you know. You are thinking, oh, maybe this man, maybe that man. Either way, we are trapped in the body, man or woman, whatever. We are not man or woman, we are spirit. We need to come out of this nonsense and that is real progress. That is real. If we can catch all of the lotus feet of the spiritual master and Krishna, we are considered as the most successful person. That's all. You can get Krishna, that's it. And he says, by chanting Hare Krishna, very quickly you will capture the lotus seed of? Very quickly. You understand? Then chanting. Pay attention on the chanting. Chant with attention. Even if you don't pronounce properly, you still benefits. Everything is there. Chant. Teach everybody to chant. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna Hare Especially now uh, this virus is getting very it's mutating, right? Becoming stronger and stronger. You trying, the virus also trying. <laughs> who kill who? But the devotees. Uh, they are not frightened. Why? 
no one in this material world has become free from the four principles birth death old age and disease even by fleeing to various planets but now that you have appeared my lord that is fleeing in fear of you and the living entities having obtained shelter at your lotus feet by your mercy are sleeping in full mental peace this is the point what if the living entity have taken shelter at your lotus feet they are sleeping in full mental peace come covid or come anything if we capture the lotus feet of krishna yes then we are not bothered just like parichit maharaj said what he said let this band the brahmin send this snake or whatever i don't care i have when the was there's two places eh? one 19 what 119 or another one is the 12 126 huh this is the mode of the devotee who have taken shelter of the lotus feet of krishna My Lord, I have no fear of Takshaka or any other living being or even repeated death because I have absorbed myself in pure spiritual absolute truth which you have revealed and which destroys all fear. Right? I have what? Hmm. I think the another one is one nineteen, right? Huh? Huh? Fifteen. Here. Oh, Brahmanas, just accept me as a complete surrendered soul. and let mother gangis the representative of the lord also accept me in that way for i have already taken the lotus feet of the lord into my heart let the snake bird or whatever magical thing the brahmana create bite me at once i only desire that you all continue singing the deeds the deeds of lord vishnu this is how if you have captured the lotus feet of the lord chanting hare krishna then there is no more fear There's no more. This is the solution, not the vaccination is the solution. What is the solution? Vaccinated, displaced, and displaced, and everywhere you get vaccinated, huh? How? No. The real vaccination is what? To vaccinate your mouth with what? <laughs> no cause, huh? No cause. You get what? Spiritually vaccinated. Spiritually? Okay. 
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, that's it. Then you do not fear anything. You die or leave or what, no problem. Correct? You see here, I am not, not frightened. He, let him do anything, magical thing, I am not bothered. I am prepared to die. That should be the what? Strength. That should be the that's how we should train our mind. Train our we should not be like this. We should not be like this. Materialists are generally very attached to their present bodily comfort and to the bodily comfort they expect in the future. Therefore, they are always absorbed in terms of their wives, children, wealth and afraid of giving up their bodies, which is full of stool and urine. If a person engaged in Krishna consciousness, however, is also afraid of giving up his body, then what is the use of his having labor to study the Shastra? It is simply a waste of time. Yes? What? Huh? We should be not both. Ready. Why I am ready? Because I have Krishna in my at least in my mouth. Huh? Not in the heart, but at least in the Hare Krishna. Is it? Correct? Alright, you stop here. Any questions, anything? Any comment? Nothing, huh? No? Anything from the web? by another pure body. You understand this point? You have to surrender to a pure body. Prabhupada said, if you chant 16 rounds and follow the four principles, I guarantee you that you will go home back to God. And one sannyasi sitting there, he was not to know, he thought that Prabhupada is just making a Prabhupada noticed that and then Prabhupada repeated it again. If you chant 16 rounds and follow the four principles, then you guarantee to go home at God. So, if you want Krishna to accept, 
us, then we, we are endorsed by a pure devotee. And Krishna says, if the pure devotee, what? Just like he told the what Manigriva and Nalakwara. I have no business with you. But because my pure devotee Narada said, therefore I am coming to see you. Same way, if Prabhupada said you will go home if you chant and follow the principle, and Krishna will not accept. Huh? Yeah? So our strength is based on our dedication to Srila Prabhupada. That's all. Anyway, you are now fixing your mind on Prabhupada. Are you making progress or no progress? No progress. What? Are you making advancement? You can feel? You are making pro- no progress? As the test. How? Following the four principles and chanting? Sixteen rounds. This is the measurement. And if you can maintain this until the last breath, then you have success. Then you what? So if you can become successful, if you get yourself what? Connected to? That's all. You understand? There's another part in the, I think it's Namkadila. If someone goes to Srimadhi Radharani, uh, and she will take that person to Krishna and say, Krishna, this person is a better devotee than you, please accept. That's why she does. You understand? That's why in Vrindavan, they chant only one. Jayaradhi. Jayaradhi. Why? They want to get the mercy of? Of course, it's not so easy, but it's more easier going to? So think, think carefully. Right, this person is worried, he, he may not get the mercy of Krishna. But you first ask him to get connected to Prabhupada. Yes? Okay, anything else? No more. All right, we stop here then. Thank you very much for your...